In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, my Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The Gospel says that he was anxious. He wanted to see Jesus. He wanted to see what kind of man Jesus Christ, Jesus was. Did he wanted to see our Lord out of curiosity, out of because many people have said, many people have commented that this is the Messiah, that this is a miracle, work, miracle worker, that he is whatever the people were saying. But Zacchaeus, out of curiosity, most likely, he wanted to see our Lord, to see who is this man that so many people are talking about. But the problem is that he was short. He was too short. And by his own stature, he couldn't see our Lord because of the crowd. It was impossible for him, no, because the others are taller than him, and he was there, and he couldn't see our Lord. He was the chief tax collector. You know, I have explained this several times, but uh, because it was a very clear image. When you want to get something, you put the, the means. I don't know if you have been in St. Peter's Square. St. Peter's Square is a huge square. It's a huge place. And, well, obviously, when the Pope passes among the people, no, with the call, what they call the Pope Mobile, no, or Pope Car, no, or Papa's Car, or whatever it is, no. And then, uh, well, many people, no, I mean, are trying to 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 get closer to to, to him, no, to see him closer when he is passing by, just a fraction of seconds. I mean, just. And and I remember in one of these audiences, it was the year maybe 2000, 1999. I don't remember which was the occasion. Maybe it was a ceremony of a beatification. I don't remember anyway. They was there, no, I mean, and, and it was crowded, it was full. No? I mean, St. Peter's Square, usually when there is a, the address, no, I mean, before COVID and all these things, no, they, they put plenty chairs, thousands of chairs. I know also this because many years ago also, one occasion I, I with another group of people, we were in charge of organizing all the chairs of St. Peter's Square, no, I mean, for the mass of Thanksgiving after the beatification of San Jose Maria. And it was uh, an immense work. I mean, thousands of churches, and I am not saying maybe 15, 20,000, 30,000 churches. I don't know, it was crazy. Anyway, so uh, then it was full of churches, and, and obviously everybody was there. But at the moment when the Pope came, the whole group of our section, I mean, just went to the to the bar, no, to the edge no, of the but the Pope was passing, I mean, closer to, to the path, no, I mean, and then everybody was shouting, no? and suddenly two reverend sisters that the whole time they have been there very peacefully and very uh, quiet, no, suddenly became like transformed. And then I saw the two of them, two little 
reverend sisters no, that they couldn't see Oppo because of the multitude of the crowd and then they just jump on top of the chairs and they were walking on top of the chairs till the very edge and then oh, they, I, I imagine that well obviously the reverend sisters didn't want to see St. John Paul II out of curiosity but because he was the Pope but then uh, Zacchaeus didn't know who was Jesus and he wanted to see our Lord and he put the means for him to see our Lord. As I am saying, this happens always with many other characters of the gospel, with all those who approach our Lord, all of them practically. And if not, look at the, at the different characters. This woman, this Syrophoenician woman, who, who was shouting and our Lord was ignoring her <clears throat> as if he was ignoring her and he and she was shouting this woman who was sick and our Lord was surrounded by the crowd he, he was pressed and then uh, she just came closer to him and touched our Lord just the fringe of his cloak because she believed that if I just touch the, 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 the fringe of his cloak, I will be fine. And then our Lord shouted, oh, who has touched me? Everybody who came closer to our Lord in a way or in another, our Lord is expecting that to show with this that you want to, and you have to overcome the obstacles. Little, silly, stupid obstacles that maybe they are not so stupid because you have to swallow your pride. You have to swallow your shame. You have to be focused. What do you want? Shout the louder, overcome the crowd, climb up, because this is what Zacchaeus did, the sycamore tree to see him. And imagine the people you know, when they saw this short fellow Climbing up the sycamore, no, I mean, maybe they were focused on Jesus, but this man wanted to see our Lord. What was the reason? We don't know. Most likely curiosity to see who is this man. But uh, there was an ardent desire. There was a, a, I want to see him. Not out of entertainment as Herod, for instance. Also, the gospel says that Herod wanted to see our Lord. And even Zacchaeus put his reputation at risk by this kind of behavior. His reputation, he is the chief of the tax collectors. Then, this is a fantastic example as many of the characters in the Bible. And we need to put also the means for us to see our Lord. St. John Paul II on one occasion he was commenting this passage and he was wondering, he was asking himself that this question of I want to see Jesus is still present nowadays. It's still a relevant question. Do I want to see Christ? Do I want to see Jesus? Do I do everything to see our Lord? Do I overcome the difficulties 
of my life or, or the environment for me to encounter him? This is, this is a relevant question after many centuries, because nowadays also many people want to see our Lord. I want to see Jesus. And maybe we are among those who want to get closer to him. We, we are among those who need to remove some obstacles, whatever kind of obstacles, our personal life, social life. And we realize I need to see our Lord, what I'm going to do. Because Jesus is passing by. San Jose Maria also commented this. Pope Francis has commented it also, that Pope Francis was saying Jesus was always on the street. Jesus was always moving around. Jose Maria was saying, Jesus Christ, Christ is passing by. This is also the title of one of his book of homilies that he preached. And Jesus Christ is passing by. He was passing by Jericho. He was passing by the site of the Lake of Genesaret. He was like passing by the, this, this city of Samaria, where he met you know, the Samaritan woman. He was passing by. And people were encountering him. And maybe it can be also the other way that uh, we know that our Lord is expecting us not to climb up our sycamore tree to see him. And we are dodging it. We are avoiding it. Ah, yes, but now, you know, I need more time. No? Now I need to, to, to calm down no? because there is too much pressure on me, no? I mean, now I have exams, no? Now I have a deadline, no, for this. I have, as they say, no, a presentation tomorrow, no? And then I cannot pray, I cannot assume a commitment that I know or Lord wants me to assume. I cannot, you know, we, we can give all kinds of excuses. And maybe the truth is that, yes, I want to see Jesus, but not too close. We are avoiding not this eye contact. When you look at the people from afar, you don't see the eyes. But when you are already uh, closer, you can see that he is looking at you. And if you realize, you can just, no, I mean, you know, uh, many times giving meditations to, not the little ones because, but uh, in, in, in the school, no, I mean, when there were meditations a few months ago. And then uh, sometimes, no, I mean, depending, but the, the primary two, primary three, no, I mean, you ask questions. And many times when, when, when they don't want to answer, they look down, no? they look back, no, I mean, as if they were not attentive, no, I mean, and, and obviously this is a natural reaction. I used to do the same, I don't know you, I mean, but you do do, and I mean, I used to do the same when I was in the class. I mean, the typical uh, teacher of maths, you know, I mean, that he was saying, ah, no, 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 and what is that? Then he was asking a question, and then everybody who was paying attention suddenly, you know, I mean, they, they avoid, you know, I mean, to look at the eyes, you no, know, because once you look at the eyes, means I, I, I know, I mean, you are, there is a connection. And if you avoid it, well, I mean, means that don't ask me. <laughs> then, uh, well, maybe our Lord is looking at us and then we are dodging the eye contact. We are dodging to see him. 
And, and you know, the truth is that when, when we have already seen our Lord, our Lord is still looking at us. And he wants us to, to be closer to him. St. Augustine explained that in the spiritual life, there is no, you need to progress. What he says is that there is no, you cannot say enough. In the spiritual life, you cannot say stop. In the spiritual life, you have to progress always, to go ahead always. If you say enough, you go backwards. Because Jesus is passing by, and then we need to accompany him. And if you stop accompanying him, he will move faster, and then you will be behind, and then you will see from far. In our spiritual life, we need to go at God's pace, at Jesus Christ's pace, not our own understanding. And this is a big mistake sometimes. We are conditioning, we are uh, putting, well, the conditions to encounter and to follow our Lord, depending on our own circumstances, and even sometimes our own achievements. Well, if I pray this, then yes. If I am able to do that, then yes. If I resist, no. If I endure living virtues, and then this amount of time, yes, then I can follow Jesus. As if the spiritual life depends on our own muscle, no? I mean, you know. And, and if it could be the case, it could be impossible. Yes, the conversions, there are conversions, the conversion of St. Paul, the conversion of many people, the conversion of Zacchaeus. But it's a process after the conversion of Zacchaeus, after the conversion of St. Paul, after the conversion of all those who have followed Jesus, there is a process of following him, which is not a matter of knowing things. It's a matter of transforming. We are transformed by the gospel. Pope Francis likes a lot these, these uh, words that the gospel transforms our lives. It changes it. Pope Benedict XVI repeat the same idea. The message of the gospel transforms. Uh, permutes, no? I mean, it changes. The Pope in this joy of the gospel, he was saying the, the word of God, God's word is unpredictable in its power. The gospel speaks of a seed which once on grows by itself. Even as the farmer sleeps, the church has to accept this unruly freedom of the word which accomplishes what it wills in ways that surpass our calculations and ways of thinking is, 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 is a power which is unpredictable. And let us ask our Lord to enter this unpredictable power and to allow ourselves to be encountered by our Lord and to be called by our Lord because, you know, it was not by chance that Zacchaeus was there. Jesus was waiting for him. Imagine among the crowds, no people moving, and then suddenly our Lord, no, I mean, was looking up and he looked at Zacchaeus. Ah, you are already there. Zacchaeus, calm down. Hurry, because I must stay at your house today. 
And Zacchaeus, when he heard all this, he just come down and he came down and he received our Lord. And there is a change. Zacchaeus, once Jesus passed, no, I mean, because I imagine that Jesus, before asking him this, he looked at him and Zacchaeus saw, looked at our Lord, corresponded to this eye contact. And then Jesus told him, come down. I'm going to be in your house tonight. I must stay in your house. And then maybe at this first eye contact, Zacchaeus will look back. No, I mean, no, 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 wait, wait a moment. Or maybe Zacchaeus could wonder, no, I mean, me to my house, are you crazy? No, no, I have another guest today. Come tomorrow. Or, you know, I have a meeting today with some people, then no. He put apart everything and he received our Lord. Jesus, when he is looking at us, he is reading our heart. And God knows what is in our mind. When Jesus is expecting us to answer, is because he knows that if we trust him, we will achieve, not by our own merits, but because of his power, because of his strength, by the power, this unpredictable power of the word of God. We cannot enter into calculations. We cannot enter into this unrolling freedom of, of the Gospels. And if we start with calculations, then we will not advance in our spiritual life. Because the Gospel goes beyond our possibilities. And we need to realize that God is the one who loves me. And be generous, and God will improve you. God will make you grow. God will make you to achieve all these goals of piety, virtues, no? I mean, work, helping people, helping many other people. To be Christian is not to make a master, to get some skills. Yes, there is a process of formation, obviously. But it's a process of formation which is at the same time of corresponding with a point of, I will say, madness. A point of madness that escapes our control. You cannot control. You look at the life of all the saints. I mean, there is a moment in which, well, or, or rather, at all moments, they have to, to trust, faith, go till the end of the world. But I don't know, I, do, I don't know uh, Latin. I don't know Greek. Learn it. Oh, but how are you going to learn it? Well. I'm thinking of St. Peter, no, I mean, but I, I, you know, I mean, now, well, where, where are we going? Organize it, but I mean, it's, it's too much. I mean, I am fishing here, forget about fishing. Leave the boat, now you are going to fish men. You know, it's the life of all the saints. I mean, St. Jose Maria abandoned his, his projects of life, no, I mean, to become an architect, no, I mean, because he realized that God was asking him something to become a priest and he didn't know why. Because he thought in this way I am more, more available. And after 10 years of this decision to become a seminarian and to become a priest without knowing why, he, he said like this, no, God showed him Opus Dei, that by then he didn't have even a name, just something, not that everybody should be holy in the middle of the world. And then St. Jose Maria didn't wait 
well, to, to, well, now I need to think, I need to, no. He used to say, 26 years old, God's grace and good humor. God's grace, good humor. No experience, humanly speaking, but the grace of God was clear, and then the good humor. I am ready, giving himself. Nobody can enter your conscience except God. Nobody, unless you disclose it, can sincerely, can know, knows what is going on between you and God. Nobody. People can hint, people can say, people can perceive. There is experience also, obviously, there are many things, unless you open it up. But the grace of God precisely within you, in your heart, because God is reading always our hearts, is always there. And if we don't correspond, then we don't grow up. There is always this effort, this faith. At the end of the day, is an act of faith, in a way or in another, even if it is small, even if the person is not uh, conscious of it. Zacchaeus maybe was wanted to see our Lord because he didn't know who was Jesus and out of curiosity. But it was an act of faith. I want to see Jesus because there is something special about this man. An act of faith. And if we are not ready to correspond with faith, trust in our Lord, we will never grow up. And we will remain always no, in our in our own well possibilities, no securities, safety zone. No, I mean, yes, I am under control, I know. To follow Jesus is precisely to put at risk our whole being. To follow our Lord entails a total, complete removal of any condition to follow him. And I am not talking about celibacy, I am talking about each one of us in your own personal, concrete and specific circumstances. Do you follow Jesus with faith? And when I say to follow Jesus means, do you pray precisely when you don't have time or you think that you don't have time? Do you attend the means of formation precisely when it's tough and it's difficult and it's boring? Do you follow our Lord also when you perceive within you that God is expecting more from you? Or are we still no, putting the conditions? No, wait till I will have more time. Wait till I will be able to do this. Wait. Why are we making Jesus to wait in the waiting list? Why? It's our Lord. And funny enough, when we follow Jesus and we remove all these conditions of lack of time, lack of qualities, lack of capabilities, lack of everything, then our Lord transforms all this and then time multiplies. We're able to do more things. Our life is fulfilled. Jesus, yes, he complicates our life, but he makes us to live in a higher and more intense plane of life. Something which goes beyond our possibilities. We need to be open. If we want to follow Jesus, we need to be open to his grace and to show with deeds 
that we want. And at the same time, because to follow Jesus and to announce him, to carry out the apostolic task, to carry out this missionary task, all this is, as the Pope says, no, very much interconnected. This is why Pope Francis has been insisting on the church which goes forth and preach the gospel to all. And sometimes, well, it's, it's hard for us to believe that maybe this friend of mine is going to change and we don't have faith. Zacchaeus changed and not in general, but he made this concrete and specific resolution. Oh, well, I give half of my money to the poor, a lot of money half of the money to the poor, and then if I have for one night, as we say nowadays, no, to somebody, I give him four times. There was a lot of money. I mean, if you are already giving, you have 100, then 50%. I get 50. And now you have wrote you. One, I will give you four. Eight, I will give you how much? 32. I mean, he 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 made a real change. I don't know if it was, but there was a lot of money. And this man changed. You know how important it is to put God before anything else, anybody else. The material things, the money of Zacchaeus, the affections of other people that maybe they are not helping us to get closer to God and we need to put order in our affections. Anything should be after God. Everything is submitted to God. And he changed in the same way many other people will change through us or Jesus Christ will use us if we trust him if we let him to enter our lives and to transform it. And we will see that in the same way that God has transformed me, who, was, who I am a sinner, he will transform the others. The mercy of God, this is the word of God, is unpredictable in its power. Even the worst person in the world by God's grace can be completely transformed. We have the example of many people. We ask the Blessed Virgin Mary, We pray, Pope Francis has said, no, mother of mercy, mother of hope, we were saying in, in the letters. We ask her to help us not to doubt of God's mercy and to help our Lord to reach many of the people for them to encounter him. I thank you, my Lord, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me.